Hi, I'm Nick Stallone, and welcome to Cinemates, a podcast where a bunch of mates chat about cinema over some drinks. Just a disclaimer on top of this episode, the audio recording isn't as professionally sounding, however, the content is still top-notch. In this episode, I'm joined by Cinemates CEO Michael Sestouli, Jesse Keogh, and Abby Gibson. Together with Michael, Jesse, and Abby, we discuss the iconic time travel rom-com About Time, directed by Richard Curtis and starring Rachel McAdams and Dom Gleeson. While drinking some Brewdog Elvis Juice IPAs, we chat about the film's amazing writing, soundtrack, and discuss the best rom-coms of all time. As always, make sure you're following Cinemates wherever you get your podcasts and leave a five-star review to support us. Now sit back and enjoy this episode of Cinemates. We got a full tank of gas, half a pack of cigarettes, it's dark, and we're wearing sunglasses. Hit it. You want answers! I want the truth! You can't handle the truth! Open the pod bay doors, now. Keep your friends close. Jesse, Abby, how are we all going? Welcome, guys. How are we? Very well. Thanks for having me back. No Thanks worries. for having me for the first time. Mm. No worries. Great to you. have you. Mm-hmm. Now, just before we get in, as always, I want to shout out our amazing sponsors, Brewdog Australia, carbon negative craft brewer based in Brisbane. Today, we're drinking their Elvis juice, grapefruit mm. infused IPA. What do we think? I'm actually going to have it for the first time right now. Stay tuned. Here we go. You know what? It does actually taste a bit like Elvis. <laughs> what does that actually taste like? Yeah. How do you know what that tastes like? <laughs> no, it's, it's, it's very nice. It is mm. good. Did yeah. you guys know they are carbon negative? Can you believe that? Yeah. Wow. What does that mean? They so take, they, you go, Michael. Sorry, they take double the emissions that they that they emit from the atmosphere. Yeah. And they have a forest in Scotland, over nine thousand wow. hectares. Trees. The trees. They're like 99%. Sequester carbon. Yeah. That's uh, a lot of carbon reporting for someone. Yeah. You can actually find it on their things. website. You can. They're very transparent. So if you feel like yeah. you want to give them an audit, you can. <laughs> I'll be sure to do, do it. so. There will be no pay for there. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, literally by drinking a responsible Elvis juice, you're Saving taking CO2 Saving out of the air. Yeah. That's all I needed to know. <laughs> Pretty good. It Drink it's better now that I know that. Yeah. Nice. All right. Well, let's get in. So, Abby... First time on the Cinemates podcast, and as a new guest, you've got to be run through the Cinemates gauntlet. Five questions about cinema to see who you are and what you like to watch. So first question, most memorable movie that you saw in cinemas? Wolf of Wall Street. Nice. Three times. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Good. Once a Cremorne Orpheum. The goat. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I can't recall if I was still a student, but I definitely got away at that one. Still using a student The $6. Oh, oh, I still nice. get away with that. Yes. Uh, <laughs> I, I wasn't allowed to watch that movie until what? I was much older. Oh. I, was like, I was 14 when it came out. Uh, really? Yeah. My parents were like... Is it almost... It, yeah, it must be over 10 years old. That makes yeah. me yeah, feel old. Out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah no, I didn't mean to do that. I just like... I remember that so clearly I wouldn't be able to watch that in cinemas. Yeah. Okay. I was caught watching it on like one, two, three movies. Okay. And like I got an absolute whooping. Again, I was going to say LimeWire illegally. <laughs> <laughs> I 
<laughs> so yeah, that, that, that was the reason why. It's because I was pirating it. Okay, so yeah, Wolf of Wall Street. Cool. And why was it so memorable for you? It probably, with uh, a nod to what you've just said, it wouldn't have been imagery that I had mm. seen a lot of. Mm. Um, can you swear? Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> swear away, please. <laughs> like, you've got people doing cocaine lines out of strippers' assholes. Yes. Which is probably the first time I've seen imagery of that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I would hope so. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> probably pretty very memorable. Pretty memorable. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Fair enough. Um, okay, next question. Fastest TV show binge? Hands down, normal people. Ooh. Nice. Very, yeah, topical at the moment. If Great you show. haven't seen it, don't talk to me. I, I actually haven't seen it. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> How did we live together if this oh, ever came out? Oh, It's I over. Know why I ever moved in. Oh, <laughs> oh no. It's all coming out. I have had a lot of good things, though. I need to. Yeah. I see clips from it all the time as well. Uh, what is it, season four? It's up to? Only one season. Oh, it's only one season. Oh, yeah. yeah. Something yeah. You can smash it out. 12 okay. episodes. Uh, the infamous Northern Beaches lockdown 2020 where Ooh. Christmas was yep. ruined. Oh, yeah. But then also saved by normal people. Mm. Um, yeah. Read the book in two days, watched all 12 episodes the next day. Oh, my God. Wow. Yeah. We should do an episode on that. We have. Yeah. It's very popular. I need yeah. to watch it first. But I like to read the book first as well. Hands yeah. down. <laughs> yeah. like hey, if this goes well, sure. If this goes well. <laughs> if this impression... Nod to some of the things in About Time. Mm -hmm. If this impression goes well, then um, maybe, maybe. That's right, Michael and I watched we'll it like a hawk. Yeah, <laughs> pressure's on now. Pressure's on this next answer too. Favourite oh favorite Australian movie. Okay, I did a bit of a fact check that it was definitely Australian. Good. Okay. Does co-produced Australian-American count? Because Moulin Rouge happens to be okay. my pick. Okay. Cool. Good. And it was co-produced as an Australian and US movie. Cool. We'll yeah. take it. Yeah. Well, yeah, we'll take it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Pass. Okay, great. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What do you think about it? Um, the soundtrack. Mm -hmm. Ewan McGregor. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Nicole Kidman. Mm -hmm. uh, I was an avid dancer. And one of my dance teachers was a backup dancer in it, which probably probably uh, bias into that. Mm, yeah. Uh, and I love a musical. Absolutely. That one's pretty oh, yeah. phenomenal. Oh, yeah. You've got Elton John, you got, yeah. Yeah, yeah. ticks all around. The scenery. First time, I think, that thing said as well. Really? So, yeah. Nice original. We do get, with the Australian movie, a lot of red dogs. we do get a lot of red dogs, a lot of, um, yeah. Mad Max. A lot of Mad Max, but that was a very good answer. So, okay. well done. Nice. Uh, okay, next question. One movie you think everyone needs to see? <laughs> Gifted? Explain. I don't know what that don't is. Don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> it's always good when no one else knows it. <laughs> because selfishly, the reason why I've picked it is because I have never been able to speak to anyone about it because I am yet to meet someone that has watched it. Wow. Okay. Good. Uh, leading actor Chris Evans. Good. Oh, yeah. Uh, he becomes the father figure of his niece Mary, um, who is quite a fiery and sweet little under 10 year old, can't remember the specifics, um, <laughs> who happens to be a child prodigy. Okay. Uh, in, in Max. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. It's quite the drama. 
um, tackles things like adoption, mm. um, family dynamics. It's got a love story in it. Mm. Um, well, Michael's in. <laughs> yeah, we, we love a love story. <laughs> we love it. That's why we're here today, right? Correct. Yeah. Well, similarly to About Time kind of uh, covers off things like uh, raw moments in mm. life in mm. a really sort of magical um, way. Love mm. that bit of a teaser as to what's to come, I think, I in think terms of discussion. Yes. Well, said. well said. Very good. Gifted. We'll have to watch it. Mm-hmm. Last question, TV show that you're watching at the moment. You will have watched this. Um, I keep trying to get into the second season of Sex Life, but I'm yet to get through the next episode. Uh, so the answer that I have for this is Friends. Okay. I don't know if that's really generic. It can be very polarizing, which makes me sad. You're you're that's right. Your eyes. So that's just you're not a Friends man. Yeah. A bit of a minus ten. Yeah, minus on that one. Not a Friends. Yeah. Don't like Friends. No, 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 no. It's not that I don't like Friends. I think I've watched it as an adult, and I can sort of see through yeah, the shit. True. Sort of like if there wasn't. I mean, they're not. They weren't there, there to yeah. produce no. amazing. Uh, no, no, no. I know, I know. But like, there's some obviously very funny moments, but yeah. I feel like in a lot of it, like. Um, Two and a half men and yeah, and, yeah. and and Big Bang Theory. It's like if the laugh track wasn't there, yeah. I don't think. I yeah, think yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah, yeah. No, but I get that. It's a comfort show. It's a comfort show. It's a good stuff. Yeah. So it's crazy. Okay, nice. Fair enough. Good answers. Good answers. Well done. Let's get into about time though. Uh, listeners out there who haven't seen it, what are we saying about it in one word? And what are we rating it out of five stars? Who wants to kick it off? I might go last because I'm feeling we're all going to have similar words in which we okay. yeah. I'll go first. Yeah. Uh, I said heartwarming. Mm. Is that two words? Possibly. But no, that's all right. That's spelled together. <laughs> that's <laughs> all right. <laughs> I'm an owner of this business. Yes. <laughs> um, heartwarming, gave it a rating out of f- uh, four out of five. Okay. I said heartwarming as well. <laughs> this is exactly um, what I knew was going to happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it is. Um, it's so, um, I mean, it's so heartwarming. Yeah, it it's is. it's great. Literally watched it today as of the time of recording. I was having a pretty shit day at work and it warmed my soul. Oh. So uh, with that said, I gave it a 4.5 out of 5. Okay. Okay. One of my favourite rom-coms. Okay. Um, I have another hyphened word. Thought provoking. Yeah, good. Did you say that with a little bit of a British accent, or was that just? Uh, No. (laughs) Okay. Trying not to. (laughs) Nice. We'll get into this in a second, but none of the actors, the main ones, were actually British. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Just a fun little fact. I know I dropped the gun there. No, no, that's cool. So in saying that, I think my word would have been yeah, beautiful, heartwarming. But I think mine that I thought of this afternoon was rewatchable. Okay, Mm -hmm. because it's just so easy. Like I probably watch it every every month or two. Yeah, and I think every time you do, you like a certain part of the movie a little bit better. Mm. Again, it makes you feel good. It's it's almost a comfort movie in the sense that you can just enjoy it every time you watch it and not really get sick of it. Definitely. Um, and again, I think, yeah, my rating is 4.5 out of 5 as well. Nice. Cool. nice. I'm pretty sure this was one of my COVID movies that I was oh. binged. Nice. But like the 2021. The first time I watched it? Yeah, first time I watched yeah. it. Like the 2021 yeah. COVID that was like really, really grim. Yeah. yeah. Um, watched it and yeah, like you said, warmed my soul back up. Yeah, because nice. I don't reckon I heard about it till maybe 2018, 2019. Mm, and yeah. then it came out 2013. Kind of either. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I remember watching it when it first came out, but it keeps uh, the, the imagery on uh, streaming channels of her. It's all like red backdrop. Yeah. Warming. Mm. 
Yeah. Did we? Abby, did you give a rating as well? No, I was interrupted. <laughs> so, yeah, so, I was going to so say, sorry. rudely interrupted. Yes. So, she won't come back now. I have given it a rating of 4.2. Okay, okay. Yeah. Interesting. Hmm. I like it. What we'll was your rating, Jesse, again? 4.5. 4.5, okay, cool. Yes. cool. Yeah, so we're all in the yeah, same rough, rough area. Cool. Um, but let's get into it now. I think, uh, yeah, watching it today, I too probably watch it quarterly. Just as like a nice little <laughs> injection. Yeah. Um, and re-watching it today, I was just thinking about what it's really what it's really about and why it's so heartwarming and provoking, as we all said. <laughs> I think it really speaks to just life, love, family and most importantly happiness yeah. and what drives her and I literally found myself smiling like while watching the movie That's cute. on my own. <laughs> I wish there was a camera trailer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Um, but the other thing is that I just think as a general thing the chemistry of the characters yeah. between mm. the family mm. um, the protagonist Tim and his dad I think yes. was amazing and I think that yeah, again, spoke to just the main topics of it. So Yeah, I think because not only is it a romantic film, it touches on that father-son relationship yes. a lot throughout yeah. the movie and, and, and family in general, but yeah. they've obviously shared, they've shared this gift. Yeah. He obviously passed it on to his son mm. and then he was just that sort of sounding board throughout the entire movie of how to best use things and even straight away, Tim's first thought was, great, now I can make heaps of money and never work again, <laughs> which I probably would have thought the exact same thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Back yeah. to the future type vibe and just bet on the World Series. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, but straight away, he was like, what do you actually want to get out of this? Yeah. And what do you think will actually improve mm. um, your life? And straight away, Tim was, well, I need a girlfriend. Yeah. Um, which I'm sure I can relate to. <laughs> <personally>. <laughs> Glad you said yeah. That. <laughs> so, and then obviously towards the end of the movie, like that's probably the part of it that actually at least for me, draws on the draws on the heartstrings yeah. when um when Tim's lose oh, sorry his dad's losing his life yeah. and there's that whole thing of he wants to have another kid but that'll mean giving up on his dad and mm. he's been so lucky to have this gift that obviously no one else is lucky to have but yeah. all the same it's still quite sad to see him go definitely yeah. the relationship between him and his father is so gut-wrenching. I mean, oh. if you've got a bad relationship with your father, drop off now because <laughs> this is not the movie. For you. <laughs> no. All the scenes when they're playing. Table tennis together. Oh, yeah. Interesting that you have described it as a gift, the time mm. travel. Mm. I like I noted down like family secret. It mm. is. Do you think that he ever felt guilty that he almost used this thing to win over Mary? Or did he ever think to tell her maybe towards the end of life where he'd been using it? Like surely that's just in the back of your head yeah. this whole time. Like I I'm cheating. Like I'm cheating the love system. Yeah, sort of. Yeah. Although, I think, yeah. Yeah, I think, like, I was thinking this as well. I think that if your partner had these powers and you knew it, mm. you might, like, feel like they've been selfish with them. Oh, yep. yeah. So it's probably a, a huge burden for them to all keep secret, but maybe it's needed. 100%. Like, if you end up in a relationship like that because of um, having a bit of an upper hand to get into it, like, mm. as the partner that doesn't know, you'd feel... I would feel pretty ripped off. Mm. Especially, having, well, how, I was just going to say on that, having said that, though, he does have three separate first meetings yes. with her. This is what and I thought. To be fair, they both all went well. Like, his, his, if you yeah. think of it, his first meeting with her, he didn't need to use the time no. at all. 
And it was just he didn't get the number or something, wasn't it? Yeah. And then yeah. he didn't get a number. And then the second one, it was a bit weird because he confronted her in the, <laughs> in the art uh, museum art gallery. I love Kate Marsh. Yeah. <laughs> and that was weird. But that was only because she'd forgotten him. Yeah. Like, yeah. And then the third encounter, you know, he wins her again. So yeah. I, didn't, I don't think he needed that to get her in the first place. No. No. And I think we did see with Charlotte, Margot Robbie's character... <laughs> Where he, he, yeah, he tried to win her over over that summer period at their oh. Cornwall home. Who wouldn't though? Yeah, absolutely. But yeah, she just proved in those two separate things that she's just not into him. Mm. Yeah. She wasn't. And then, yeah, like we're jumping all over the place, but later she's like kind of about to invite him in and get with him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then he realised like he realizes. It, it didn't... That was such a winning moment for all the men out there <laughs> yeah, who yeah. tried to get with and end up with supermodels being able to turn her down in the end. Like, oh, yeah. That's a serious bro moment. Yeah. <laughs> I can't <laughs> say it would happen too often. But no, no, yeah. no, absolutely not. I was, I was just going to say, with, with all of the, you know, things on the surface, like it's a love story, it's a love story between two partners, it's a love story between... Um, a, a father and son and, and mm-hmm. family, but I think deeper as well. It comes with like a, such a beautiful philosophical point, which is to sort of live every moment, which is what he learns at the end yeah. of the movie. Mm. Just live every moment to the fullest. I know it's a bit of a cliche, a bit mm. of a cringe, and also that mistakes are so important to like form genuine human experiences. Mm. 100%. Which he learns like mainly through his sister, I think um, Kit Kat. Yes. Yeah. yeah, love Kit Kat. Aww. Worst name yeah. ever. Like, sorry. <laughs> Do you just... think that's her, on her birth certificate? It's I Catherine. Don't know. It's Catherine. Uh, yeah, yeah, Catherine. yeah, yeah. Is that a mere yeah. Kit Kat? Very wrong. But the, I think that he sort of went through life with a bit of an arrogance Yes. Up until yeah. the whole issue with Kit Kat and her partner and her drinking mm. habits. And him realising that he couldn't just fix it from going back in time. Like he had to actually spend quality time with her mm. to help her heal. Yeah. Which yeah. I think leads to him not wanting to use time. I think that, I think that part of the storyline sort of showed the part how one small decision can impact you for the rest of your life. Yeah. And he'd been learning so many other things throughout this journey, but seeing Kit Kat get with that guy at the New Year's party mm. and then that pretty much being the thing that put her on his path mm. to being abused by her boyfriend and yeah. falling into drinking, thinking he's been able to solve it just using this thing that he's done mm. with everything else and not being able to, I think almost grounded him a little bit probably yeah. and did I'm make sure. him sort of live in the moment and then you're living every moment in the sense that this next decision could impact me in a way that I may not want it to. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, Mary didn't need to go back in time to know that, though. Mary has, like, a moment where he speaks to Tim. He's Tim, isn't it? Yeah. I'll cut that out. <laughs> <laughs> um, where she is, like, she's kind of like, Kit Kat needs to fix this herself. Mm-hmm. Um, which is kind of a nod to, like, her, you know, Tim's got this gift, superpower secret to yeah. learn that, but, like, an example that like Mary didn't need that mm. like she knew it already don't you think with that scene my I got like the vibe that or the way that she, she delivers that line it's almost like she knows about yeah. his time travel. it's like she needs to fix this herself yeah, yeah. and sort of gives a bit of a nod I, I got I mean maybe it's not that's not true but that's just what I got <clears> from <throat> that bit I don't know yeah I don't know I don't know if she knows 
That is an interesting question. Mm. I think because if you think about how it would play out for her, he she would never see him actually going away. There's, there's only one time where the baby's like drawn all over her like draft yeah. novel yeah, yeah. and yes. he's like, oh, I just need to go. And she's like, no, you're not leaving. Yeah, yeah. Mm. That's probably like the only time. Would it be a bit weird catching him out just going in the closet? <laughs> 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 what are you doing in there? Are you Timmy, right? Yeah, yeah. You were the lady there. Uh, <laughs> yes. That's a bit... Go away. Why is he in the closet all the time? Yeah. Um, just on that point, bit of a jump, but... Um, I love how simple the time travel premise is. Mm-hmm. Like, Jesse, you sort of talked about it at the start. Um, they tell us that all the men in the family have this gift or secret that they can travel through time, and it's only backwards. Yeah. But the way that they kind of answer all the questions, okay, and build out this world, like, okay, what would you do with it? And he says, you know, I want money, and then they kind of quickly answer all the questions you need and yes. then get into the basic story of what would this person do with it. I love how simple it was and mm. you that's were the, immediately yeah. on board in 10 minutes. That's mm. the thing, right? Because at face value, it just looks like your typical rom-com yeah, or even exactly. a romantic film, literally probably looking at the synopsis mm. or the photos and then it's just this one little simple, subtle complexity yeah. that just throws everything, not like off its complete tracks of what a mm. rom-com is, yeah. but then it just adds this other layer which allows sort of the other characters to stand out a little bit more and probably why it is so rewatchable because it's not just your typical movie that you yeah. get yeah, to. Yeah, absolutely. Definitely. Rom-com or rom? Mm. I, I know we've debated this. I know there's not much com and I think the way I would describe this movie... Mm is probably in three small sentences. Okay. It's funny without being over the top. Yes. Romantic without being sappy. Agreed. And beautiful without being tacky. Well, wow. Well done. So I think <laughs> the comedy in it is not in your face, which I love. Yeah. As yeah. Well. It's similar to a film like Notting Hill, which is my yeah. favourite rom-com of all time. Mm. It's just the characters can sort of deliver this humour in a way. It's like Uncle Desmond. Yes. Mm. Like just, he's not funny or anything. No, no. they're not jokes. It's no, just no, no, subtle no. little, like almost it's British humour. Yeah, sense. it's just like yeah. quirky. It's just really funny and agreed, leaves you with a smile on your face at the end yeah. of the movie yeah. and you're not cackling or anything. Definitely. But, that's, I think, what I love about it. It yeah. still has the romantic side, still has the comedy yeah. side. So I think to answer your question, borderline romantic, but... <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a rom-com. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Um, right. I, while we're on the topic, I don't know if you guys knew this, and I found this out today because I'm a fraud. Um, <laughs> the writer and director, Richard Curtis, who did Love Actually, he directed Love Actually. Mm-hmm. He wrote oh, Bridget Jones' Diary. Now that's and a rom-com. No, Sorry, no. actually. <laughs> Overrated. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. But he was having lunch with his friend um, and they got onto the subject of happiness. Mm. And and this is the genesis of About Time. And he admitted to his friend that he wasn't actually happy in his life and the conversation like turned into what would your ideal day be? Mm. And so he wanted to start writing a story about an ideal day. But he thought that it was too simple so he literally just threw in the time travel element to make it more watchable no way. so that it could answer, like, how do you achieve happiness in an ordinary life? Wow. Yeah. So you had that one thought. <laughs> but yeah. no, that's just such a simple so thought. Weird. How do you then develop yeah. such yeah. a complex movie? But then they've gone to the effort of making the time travel, like, make sense. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Which, which is think, crazy. Which I think then opens the door to another question. So if you would have this gift, would you use it to deliver 
that perfect job interview or secure that hookup with a girl that you may have ruined? <laughs> or would you rather use it for the times that you do, um, that you did do well or you have cher- you needed to cherish a little bit more or see a loved one? So I think it's almost two sides. Like, do you fix something that you've fucked up? Yeah. Or do you relive one of the best moments of your life that you want to do again? Yeah. Yeah, I think... What would you do, Abby? Well, I think that one thing that struck me from the start, you know, we were talking about earlier around, you know, family members in the past who haven't used it for money. Um, I think the whole crux of this storyline is the fact that, you know, love conquers all. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But like the dad, he just uses it to read more books. Mm -hmm. And play ping pong with his friends. And play ping pong. Mm. So it's, yeah. Read books, I reckon. Oh, for you? Books, yeah. yeah. But if you think about it, like how you said they didn't go back to make money, I mean, do you see the house they live in? Right. <laughs> yeah, it's actually a very good <laughs> mansion sure. in Cornwall. Mansion in like the most yeah. gorgeous backdrop yeah. ever. Oh, like yeah. he yeah. definitely would have gone back and gone to the pokies and yeah, yeah, yeah. fed that. Fed <laughs> yeah, that. And then gone, also, I'm content. Like generational wealth, like they've still mm, that's very true. benefits of that. That's true. Yeah. I wonder if this would, you know, if you drop these characters and this premise into like, <laughs> you know, downtown Bangladesh or something <laughs> and, and see how they... Like, yeah, what about their, like... <laughs> you know, like... I'm, like, I'm joking. Did I, you say LA? Yeah. Yeah, that does pose an interesting question, like, mm. because they're already wealthy, I assume, you know, they would go back and live their trash moments, but I don't mm, think yep. the vast majority of the globe would. No. Yeah. What I think... Sorry. I think it's I think it's different for every person. Yes. And it probably depends on when you find out about things and what's happening in your life. I think when you do have those bad days and whatnot, you'd go back and live in a moment that you were happy. Yeah. Um, but I think it would be so easy and it's so great by the end of the movie that he stops doing it yeah. almost. I think he sort of yeah. realises that why do it twice? Just do it mm. the first time and do it well. Yeah. Mm. I think you fall into a trap pretty easily of doing it for every little thing that you'd want to do slightly better. Mm. And then your life is just being prolonged of just mistakes and trying to rectify it. So yeah. I think what he came to at the end was just such a nice way to, to end the movie. And mm. um, and I think someone wrote this down, but the narration of the movie mm. yeah. is just like really beautiful with, along with the soundtrack. And oh, we talked, oh, the soundtrack is amazing. But then you, run, you throw in the scenery of mm. Cornwall and even the shots of London and everything. And it just sort of ties it all into this really beautiful sort of end product. Especially mm. those last few minutes where he's talking about how he's learned yeah. throughout this whole journey. Yeah, I think for me, yeah, I absolutely love all those elements of it. And I think the way that this movie incorporates those, those kind of montages that really just show kind of, there might be mundane things in life or there might be, you know, little things that Tim's going through in his day, yeah, especially. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like very human things. Yeah, yeah. Um, especially when he, we see at the very end, when his dad... <clears throat> tells him to live the day once and then go back and live it yeah. and really appreciate and notice how great the world can be. Yep. I think I would probably do a bit of that for part of my life. And then once I like realize like, you know, those things and appreciate it without having to go back, I would probably do what he, Tim does in the end. Mm. But I do think like, and this is probably nitpicking a bit, but like in terms of big life decisions, Tim, they didn't really address it. They didn't need to, but he went straight into being a lawyer. 
and yeah. work is a huge part of life. Yeah. I think you would use this power to kind of get your dream job, at least for me. Yeah. Just so that yeah, your day that, can be so... Dream job? Was, yeah, wasn't I don't know. <laughs> but like, okay. I, like, you know, like I would probably, for me, I would use the power, get Make my dream job. Is, <laughs> yeah, turn it into an empire. And then... Yeah, yeah. yeah. Even more. <laughs> and then I would just, yeah, you know, appreciate life. But yeah. until then, until <laughs> then it's go go go. Yeah, because life is hard. Maybe and I like, have time yes. travel powers, and you guys are all just. This fun. could be your seventh time recording this. Wow. <laughs> wow. That is, you know, if this is your seventh time, then I can't imagine how shit the last six months. <laughs> is that why you keep going to the bathroom? <laughs> yeah, can we redo that? <laughs> oh, yeah. On the point of the narration, Jesse, I think the way that. It, narration can be quite expositional mm-hmm. in other movies, but I think in this movie, the, the movie literally starts with Tim's narration, yeah. and I think that's something that really gets you on board with his character, his yeah. family, um, straight away. And I think that <clears throat> this is one of the movies that is able to do it really well, especially with that simple premise. And especially if you took out... If you got someone to, like you know, jump in and watch this for the first time, like midway through the movie, you would say that these are very like kind of basic and simple things happening. Yeah. If you didn't know the underlying premise, but the fact that the narration can kind of make it deep and make you care about them is something that's really impressive. And I think a big achievement of the movie. Particularly a scene that I think exemplifies that of sort of mundane life, but it's beautifully narrated is when they are on the tube and Ellie Golding's How Long Will I Love You? (laughs) And it's one of my favourite scenes in the movie, but it's like something that we all do. It's so simple. We, like, we're busy. We, people are lawyers. They get the tube. They Mm. get the train to work. But there's something really elegant and beautifully done and narrated. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and that entire scene—it's like joy yeah. for yeah. the most mundane for thing. The, yeah, exactly. it really is. Commuting, and that yeah. so it ties into like the philosophical message at the end. Mm. It's like enjoy the mundane things. I think like movies like this, and I sort of when I was rewatching it, I s- sort of got the same impression that I got from movies like Soul, Disney mm. Soul. If you guys have seen it, one of my favorite movies. And everything, everywhere, all at once, mm. which is like sort of the that idea, like we've spoken about, of just appreciating everything, um, taking in mm. all the imperfect things that happen, <clears throat> and just being a wholesome guy, basically. <laughs> <laughs> what are you saying? You're some kind of angel? <laughs> no, <laughs> yours, not mine. <laughs> no, I think that's been more prevalent, especially the last couple of years with, with COVID and stuff and mm. oh, absolutely. it has given everyone that realisation that what they are doing with their day-to-day mm. is affecting their mood and it's affecting yeah. what yeah. they want to get out of life and I think a cool way of looking at it that someone told me this years ago and it's probably getting very deep for, <laughs> for a Wednesday night <laughs> but imagine, imagine you have $82,000 in your bank account mm-hmm. and someone comes in and takes $10 from you. Are you going to be pissed off? Are you going to be wanting that money back or are you just going to let them have the $10, move on, you've still got another $81,000 sort of thing. Well, you have 82,000 seconds every day. And if someone comes in, they say something rude to you or you 
get flipped off in traffic or something, are you going to let that 10 seconds ruin your day or mm. sort of hang up on it for the next few hours and be like, why did that happen to me, blah, 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 or are you just going to move on and, and use the rest of the day in the way that you should, which is enjoy life and buy into everything that you do? It's interesting that you said Thank that. Thank you, Mark. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Jen. I wish I came up with that with myself. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably someone a lot smarter than me. It's interesting that you said that because if I think about this entire concept of this storyline mm. and flip it on its head and be really pessimistic about it, one of the questions that comes back to me is exactly that. Mm. Does it romanticise living in the past and fixating mm. on the past. Mm. And, I mean, uh, my word for the movie was thought-provoking, so it makes <laughs> me think a lot about, mm. like, yeah, does it romanticise this whole idea of, like, oh, the what-ifs, like, if I could go back and change this, mm. and, like, things would be so different, I would be happier, mm. I would yeah. have one more dollar. Yep. Mm. I think it does, especially yeah. through it, probably at the beginning of the movie, yeah. and it takes you on that journey, and then... Definitely towards the end, as we were sort of saying, it's, yeah. it's that realisation that, yes, there's an importance of the past and cherishing what you've had and, mm. and what it's made you become, but then it's all about, okay, well, I'm here now. Mm. What do I want to do to make myself happy now and, and set myself up for the way forward, Yeah, I think, at least. Get back in the closet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I think, like, it does, but there would be... Definitely be some things that you might want to go back and just relive. Yes. Maybe not change yeah. anything. Just but sit just in the relive. corner and yeah. relive it sort of thing. Yeah, like that. this is probably not the best example, but um, there's the time that Tim and Mary first get with each other and he does it like three times. <laughs> the first time he trips over the boots and then he like, doesn't know how to take off her bra and yeah. all this stuff. And then... He gets it right the second time, but then he goes back for a third and they mm. end up like on the floor yeah. like... Um, Crazy night. So yeah. I'm not sure how many of those. That you want to live your first time. <laughs> no, 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 no. What happened? What happened to your first time? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh god, I really <laughs> dug myself up. Like um, but I could do it three more times. Yeah. I swear. <laughs> <laughs> Promise you. <laughs> yeah. One sec. I'll just go back. Yeah. Um, can no, I? Yeah. Can I? Can I raise? Now that we're all sort of in a giggly mood after getting very deep. <laughs> Can I raise an interesting question? Mm. Um, when um, when Margot Robbie's character, forgotten her name, Charlotte, when Charlotte um, reunites with Tim and is now all of a sudden into him, and then brings like tries to bring him back, you know, for a bit of snuggles. Do you like? I mean, this is, again, a pretty pessimistic way and, like, maybe a bit piggish, mm. so forgive me, but, like, don't you think, like, would you just maybe, do it. you know, do it and then go back in time? And not do it. And then, like, not do it. Yeah. So then, in, in that reality, you haven't done it, so there's nothing to be guilty about. <laughs> I knew as soon as you started talking, that's what you were going to ask. <laughs> You're and, a sick bastard. And to be honest, that exact same thought crossed my mind. Yeah, I knew it. Yeah. I knew it. I knew it. It would be rude not to have that thought. And no. I think maybe when he was standing in that hallway. Yeah. He could have been thinking that exact same thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean... The well, devil that's and the you... angel were on his shoulder in that whole way. Like... Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. I just, yeah, just think that's... Like, obviously, the, the because he chose not to, just speaks <laughs> volumes uh, of the love that he has for Mary. But I just... I did have... When I was watching it the second time, I was like, hang on, he's got literal time travel powers. <laughs> yeah. Can't he just No one would know. Day? No one would know. No one would know. Because she... Like, Margot wouldn't know. No. 
So, I don't know. Speaking of funny parts of that movie, just before that, when he's trying to introduce herself oh, to yeah. her and <laughs> she's with the girlfriend. Uh, and she, oh, yes! Oh, my God, and he does it, like, four times. Oh, my God. Oh, right, you're a lesbian. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh. I've, yeah, I had a few of those moments. Like, first interactions I wish I could go back. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I think we all have. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, what I love about the that dilemma, Nick, as you say, <laughs> like, she's really trying to invite him in. Um... Also, quick question. She's mates with Kid Cat. Mm. Wouldn't yes. she be very well aware of her brother's longtime partner? Well, I don't think she's like best friends constantly. Oh, okay. Yeah, it sounded like they hadn't even friend. Okay, been okay. in contact. Yeah, fair enough. He hadn't Sorry. really been in Like, there, were part, there was like a short like stint in the movie where he was not that close with Kid Cat. Like, he was yeah. like, they got back in to London. Me. Yeah, he was like, oh, home. you're yeah. like, that's yeah. true. Okay, yeah, yeah. fair enough. They drifted. Ben for the they doubt drifted. to Charlotte. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I love how he you, he doesn't say anything, but you see him contemplating it, and then he's like, you know, this has been so great to see you. I've got to go do something. And you can't when you watch it for the first time. You're kind of like, what's he doing? Like he's just mm. you're yeah. kind you're kind of or maybe I'm a sicko as well like Nick. But you're kind of <laughs> wanting him to go <laughs> inside yeah, yeah, yeah. and take the offer. Yeah. yeah. But it was just a superficial crush, I think. Yeah. Like yeah. Maybe the dinner he had with her before made him realise that yes, she's attractive, yes, they're friendly yeah. together, but they're not <laughs> that proper bond Correct. that yeah. he obviously had with Mary the first time they met that yeah. made him do this thing over and over to make mm. sure he got right, mm. to make sure that he did win her yeah. once and chase. for all. It was yeah. the chase. It's the and game. We, we love the chase. We, yeah. Everyone plays the game. <laughs> yeah, it was the game. Yeah. The, well, could, like, he had no idea how to get her because mm. he went back in time and did the thing that yep. she said to do to get her over and then didn't it work. didn't work. And then again. as soon as he got her, didn't want her. Didn't yeah. Want yeah. Her. Ick. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Maybe she's got time travel and she's just playing with it. Oh, that's an interesting theory. Because well, another theories. character in the film did have time travel, who would it be? That was out well, playing him. Yeah, you thought that Mary might. Maybe Mary. Maybe Mary yeah. did as well. That's Ooh. a really good point. Possible sequel in the works. <laughs> <laughs> the multiverse at that time. <laughs> <laughs> um, I reckon like Uncle Desmond. Oh. He's just like a clueless. Yeah. Like, he is so weird. But maybe he's just like just lived it all. He's like a thousand years old and yeah. he's just like, I don't care. Some sort of Dracula. Or something. <laughs> he's the one that gave them the generational wealth. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that could be. Yeah. I've got a question as well with a girl in the room. Yeah. As girls do, they love a wedding and that their wedding goes perfectly. I was hoping And one of my favourite scenes of this movie is Mm. the wedding, but that's probably just because of how chaotic it is and the music and everything else. But if that was you on your wedding day, would you be happy that this monsoon of sorts comes in and almost ruins the wedding? I think it, like, perfectly depicts them, though. Mm-hmm. Like, the whole wedding... I don't know. My... Maybe a bit of a tangent here, but, like, my sister is five years older than me, so I was doing the whole wedding season stuff mm. quite before I was. And she was like, when it comes to that, like, it's not the... It's the best weddings that I've been to are the ones that, like, just encapsulates mm-hmm. the couple perfectly. Mm. And I think the irony of that all is that, like, he never went back to try and, like, change the weather and, like... Yeah, that's very true. He never, like, tried... I mean, he did the speeches, I guess, as yeah. well. But yeah, but he could have gone back in time, changed yeah, the venue. There is, there is yeah. that, that, that's, like, he talks to her and goes... He says, would you go back and yes, change the weather? She said, absolutely not. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't think I would if I was her. Yeah. If yeah. I it was beautiful. Yeah. 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 The red dress. 
I'm so glad that you <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. Okay, as the only female in the room, yeah. the part of the wedding that that entire scene and one of I think the one of the best scenes in the movie is the wedding scene. Mm. That image of Mary, I'd expect nothing less from her because she does not conform. Mm. Her sense of style is quirky mm. and fun. Mm. But I think there's like this striking imagery of her wearing a red, a red wedding dress. Mm. I like it. It's very yeah. unique. It's very unique. And as I the think, only female yeah. at the table, I love that you're all looking at me being like, <laughs> what is she wearing? No, no, no. She definitely was. Really? I, I, yeah, I, I, it's seen yeah. into my brain. It's the DVD cover. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And the soundtrack yeah. cover as well. Yeah. Yep. He's too. Yeah. <laughs> Listen to I listen to it a lot. It's not. Yeah. It's in a church. Yeah. As well. You like, don't it's see a wedding in a often. church, and she's wearing a red dress, and she's so beautiful. Because mm, Rachel Lee yeah. Adams is oh, phenomenal. So she's a queen. She's such a queen. Um, but the first time I ever watched that movie, I was like, I'm wearing a red wedding dress. Wow. It is an interesting. Do you still think that? Yeah. It is. So you're gonna wear red. Uh, Wear red. I mean, <laughs> Jesus Christ. She said it in the red, 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 red wedding. <laughs> it is an interesting cut of dress as well. Yeah. I'm not a... In what sense? Well... Quite revealing. No, no, no. I mean, like, that's yeah, yeah, cool. No, no, no. Like, I'm not a... I'm not a... I'm not a... You know, not dress expert. Really? No, but... Well, I've actually got a dress podcast. Well. Um, it has a dress. It has, like, sleeves and it's... I think it's short. You don't... I don't know, but it, yeah, it was very unique, um, and I think that the way that the scene played out with her and with Tim, um, I think it very much, as you said, Abby, it very much captured them as a couple and them as people. Mm -hmm. Just you know, things not always going right, and that making for laughter. We see other people's reaction to the you know chaos, Uncle Desmond. Um, <laughs> Harry, the Harry, playwright. Yeah. I like Harry. And yeah. they're all like in the in the rain and the storm, they're all laughing. Yeah. And yeah. Get, like having a good time. They're not soppy about it. That's the thing with those weddings. Like the only person it really affects is the people who have planned it for a year yeah. and have yeah. to live it. As long as everyone else is having a good time, which you always do because you're around the people you love and yeah. everything else, it's it's always gonna go well. And they didn't plan it for a year. Mm. Because one of the other great scenes, um, is when she wants Tim oh, yeah. to. <laughs> she as someone who called out there our first time. I'm not surprised. <laughs> I'm not surprised. You instantly know what scene I'm about to talk about. She's like, make a decision for every decision that you yeah. make about this wedding. I will remove one item of clothing. <laughs> Great scene, though. <laughs> That scene for me really, I think, was just like the pinnacle of Rachel McAdams and Dom Noel Gleason's chemistry together. Because mm. yeah. um, he's kind of an awkward guy. Yeah. He, and yeah, he, he yeah, plays the awkward guy, mm. right? And this he's is a girl that's clearly guy. quite confident and yeah. outgoing and you'd think that sometimes that just wouldn't work because... Mm one would just come off the other not as well as the other one does. Mm. And it's just, as you said, it's like it's almost perfect for each other. And yeah. this movie won Don Gleason over for me because mm. I was introduced to him with the Star Wars sequels as that 
horrible General Hux General Hux character <laughs> yeah, I've never even seen him yeah exactly like he's so he's, yeah, he's, so good. he's, he's like a, a very different character he's like a bit of a bad he's a baddie in the new he not, not a baddie in that sense like he's, he's a baddie either he's a, baddie. <laughs> he's, a um, he's a gingy baddie <laughs> but he um, definitely won me over because you know how sometimes when you go into a movie and the lead is someone you don't really like mm. and it yeah. takes you a little bit to warm up he really won me over. Yeah. Um, and his voice, like, has he got a thick Irish accent? You were saying before he's Irish. I think he's Irish, yes. Yeah. yeah, he's Irish. Yeah. But, like, I mean, his voice and everything, like, I think he did such he's a good job. Brendan Gleeson's son. He is. Yeah, I love up. Brendan. Yeah, great, great. Um, what a family. in this. Yeah. What yeah. Family. Strong yeah. family. So we had seen Bill Nye. Nye? Nye. Play. Didn't he play, um, Davy Jones he in did. Pirates of yeah, the yeah, Caribbean. Yeah. Do you feel like the octopus have you seen Pirates of the Caribbean? Not. It's just like crazy, the different oh, characters. Oh my god. Yes. Like he plays mostly sort of like the darker characters in the same place, like this wholesome, everyone wants you to be your dad sort mm. of thing. It was your like, dad. oh, whoa. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. I don't think I that at the end. <laughs> <laughs> One of the great <laughs> cinematic dads, I think, though. Yeah. Um, yes. Yeah. But on that point, it is a bit of a stacked cast. Mm. Uh, a few other people we haven't named. Harry was played by Tom Hollander yep. in White Lotus Season 2. Yep. Uh, the mum of Tim Mary is played by Lindsay Duncan. You might remember her yes. from Birdman. Margot Robbie, of course. This was kind of her breakout movie. Was it? This really? must have been just before Wolf of Wall Street. Yeah. I think it was. It was, yeah. 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 Post-Nobis. Nobis. Post-Nobis, pre-Wolf of Wall Street. Yeah, I think. Don't quote us, but... Yeah, Not a bad British accent either. Yeah, pretty yeah. good. Uh, a few others. Um, in the in Harry's play... Yes, the, I was going to say this. Uh, we got Richard Griffiths, who is uh, Harry Potter's step... Vernon Dursley. Yeah. Uh, oh. Dudley. Vernon Dud- Dudley. Vernon no, Dursley. Dudley. Dudley Dursley is the kid. Oh. Don't comment me about Harry Potter. <laughs> wow. No, I feel silly. Yeah. I, feel silly. Yeah. I didn't know. Wow. Yeah. Also, Dursley. the other guy, Richard E. Grant. Well, I saw, um, what's his name, um, Richard Griffiths, died just before this was released. Oh. So it was his last role in a movie. Um, Maybe and they dedicated they dedicated the movie to him. Did they? Yep. Great That's scene really with him where he's like, oh, fuck off. And he forgets, yeah. The, yeah. forgets the lines. Yeah. Or the other guy forgets the lines. But they both, like... Uh, Richard Griffiths forgets the lines and yes. Tim goes in and says like oh maybe you should reread he's like get the fuck out yeah. of and then Richard E. Grant's character as well he forgets it too and he has to like hold up the signs yeah. so that's a great scene as yeah. well with the play that whole sort of element of the storyline I love the playwright yeah. and how he's like the biggest dickhead so mm-hmm. unhinged but also lovely at the cross also lovely like, yeah yeah at the end yeah. loved Uncle D- yeah it was at the funeral yeah, yeah. and was one of the only ones not with the direct family that was actually there it was yeah. just beautiful the, the connection he made that really like speaks volumes to Tim's growth as a character yes, yes. like mm-hmm. by the end he's like well both their sort of growth as well like by the end they've learned to love and appreciate each other even mm-hmm. though yeah, he's such a fucking dick. Well, I think it's crazy because yeah. they start the movie when Tim's 21 mm. and by the end of it, he must be 40? Like that at least is late. Like, 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 have have no, well, clearly he hasn't because they feel stupid. Rachel McAdams, if I look her up on Google now, she still looks the same. Yes, so yeah. What's up with that? But, like, <laughs> they did a whole movie. Trouble. They did like yeah. 20 years worth of a movie into it, and it doesn't feel like you're jumping big places because of the narration, the montages. It's just like... That's one of the things that, like an inverted commas, gripe that I have with it. Like, I don't have many gripes, but 
Like, they could have at least, like, thinned out his hair yeah. a little bit. Like, the man's had two kids. Yeah. There's yeah. no way his hair would be that well, full and orange. It's, I think it just plays into, like, time just, like, going by so quickly. And you kind of lose yourself in the movie and don't really... Like, I don't really care. Some makeup or something. I don't know. Yeah, like, I don't know, man. Like, you know, give, give him some liver spots. Like, <laughs> I don't know. He's already... <laughs> that Cornwall <laughs> sun. Ginger is really <laughs> taking it out. <laughs> taking <laughs> its toll. Do you call him a boy? Gingy. Gingy yeah. daddy. Gingy yeah. <laughs> daddy. Gingy daddy. daddy. He's cute. Yeah. Um, should, we, should we touch on our favourite moments? I know we've already, we've already talked about yeah. it, but... Um, I'll kick it off. Go. Um... And this might be some of others' favorite moment. That's I right. think that when <clears throat> Tim's dad reveals that he's dying of lung cancer, the way that he tells Tim, as we've talked about before, to live each day, and then the second day notice how great it is, and we go through the montage of like um, Tim and Rory getting roasted by their boss and then they're like having to sprint through the courts and um, you know they win the case and he's just like going to a cafe and buying something and the first time he was really grumpy and shitty and the next time he's like you know um, taking it all in and being really nice to everyone I think it really it's a favorite scene for me and I think it's it really just showed like being nice to people taking in again the mundane things and appreciating those around us like He's kind of... Rory's been a bit of a joke character this whole time. Mm. And we he's see him kind of... Yeah, yeah, he really is. <laughs> he's a weirdo. Like, <laughs> yeah. on just, just quickly, like, when he's with uh, Charlotte, Margot Robbie's character, he's like, if someone got with her or, like, saw her naked, they would literally die. <laughs> like, he's a weirdo. Yeah. But... You learn how to speak to him. <laughs> yes, please. But I think that's my favourite scene, just because it really teaches you especially getting caught up with day-to-day things just to take it all in and appreciate it. Yeah, I think I'd say the same because I think they could have very easily ended the movie with that scene where Tim and his dad go back to when they were young Mm. and they just get to enjoy their time together and that could very easily just be the end of the movie. So when it came out of that, and I can't remember the first time I saw it, but I was probably thinking of, see, there's 10, 15, 20 minutes left, like where can this go from here? Mm. And being able to teach you that lesson of life in a very short period of time about reminding you to embrace and appreciate those invaluable daily life moments, which mm. may seem mundane at the time, um, was just the perfect way to end a movie where there were so many good scenes, I could name them all, but I think the best part of it was how it, as I've said before, tied it all together at the end. Yeah. Mm. Just quickly before you guys say yours, the soundtrack as well oh, in yeah. those scenes was amazing. Lots of just light piano. Yeah. Yeah. The Luckiest by Ben Folds. Oh, I don't know specifically. He had it before the um, About Time, the movie. Um, which is a little bit slower, actually. Okay. It's the exact same song, mm. but with the piano, and it's just got that beautiful voice, and obviously the song fits this movie. Yeah, so a, bit of, yeah. a bit of ugly crying during yes. that. Oh, <laughs> I'm sure Mike was doing that this afternoon. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I had to wipe the tissues away. The piano, though, just goes so, so beautifully. I feel like we've said that so many mm. times to describe this movie. But, like, it just... Like, the English setting... The piano just matches mm. every kind of, um, yeah, every kind of part of that movie when it's brought in. You've got like this, the English seaside, you've mm. got, you know, bustling London tubes, like mm. um, really ambient date settings when they have their first dinner, and there's just like the piano the <coughs> yeah. whole way throughout the movie. Phenomenal. It just matches it all. Yeah, definitely. And now, what's your, give us a favorite moment? 
Oh god, I feel like um, if you had to, if there wasn't. I'm on the other side of you guys, and like you know, big pattern that we've been talking about in this movie is just like the mundane mm. parts of life that they do so well. The, I mean, the red, the red wedding dress, I know we've spoken about these, but it's probably why, because they are my favourite scenes. Um, God, the pressure is on because there's too many. Uh, <laughs> we ha- a scene that we haven't spoken about yet is, is, the, is when there's not really a lot of moments with Mary's family, mm. but there's the scene when um, she... They turn up unannounced. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah, and he has that absolute yeah. blunder. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. No oral sex. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, What's the word he uses? Yeah. No oral sex. I think. Oh, that one. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, my um, God. Okay. <laughs> something that happens as part of life, yeah. maybe mm. not as mundane as, like, going to work and commuting, but, mm. like, it's, it is another scene. Yeah, meeting just, your yeah. girlfriend's parents. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and it's just... I think one of the funniest, mm. funniest scenes in yeah. the movie. Um, and we can like circle back to this after we hear your favourite part because I think it's like a nod to Mary's um, side of perfectionism and how mm. many times that comes up as well because yeah. I think there's a huge theme of perfectionism here and trying to make things perfect and that was one that she... Wanted to be perfect. Really wanted to mm. be perfect. Yeah, definitely. must have been instilled from her parents in her yeah. upbringing, which we obviously don't get to see. Yeah, yeah. why don't we? Yeah, maybe that could be the other side of yeah. the movie. The, yeah. the sequel. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, just on that, I'd say one of my favourite scenes was the proposal. So after he gives Margot the flick. Oh, how are we not yes. talking about the proposal? And he goes and proposes to her while she's like just waking up. Risky move, by the way. Very, very like, risky. When you're, when you're, I don't know about you guys, but when you're waking up, I'm delirious yeah. as. Like, yeah. it takes me, like, at least 30 seconds to actually remember where I am. So if I'm waking up... <laughs> I think that's just like, you. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, I'm just joking. Every, every day. <laughs> no, like, yeah, could you imagine waking up? Where year is it? <laughs> where am I? Where is she? Where are you? But, like, if I'm in <laughs> I like the Batman reference. I like the Batman reference. Don't read into it, don't read no, into no, no, it. <laughs> but like, when you like, imagine waking up and having your partner being like, hey, like, hey, marry me. I'd, I'd, li- I'd, I'd still think it was a dream. Yeah. But yeah. I love how there's the music. The string quartet. Yeah. And, yeah. and he's like, that's such comical. He comes out and he's like, guys, like, fuck And it would have been so beautiful yeah. if she yeah, didn't yeah, wake yeah, up yeah. and actually yeah. experience it, but yeah, she didn't yeah. even get to see it. But yeah. like, yeah, touching on that, that was probably a perfect proposal for her like she wanted something yeah. low-key mm-hmm. and like not in public i mean who wants a fucking public proposal though first of all absolutely no thank you no way <laughs> but like <laughs> it was yeah extremely <laughs> low-key like in her apartment when yeah. she's just waking up yeah beautiful. no one else around beautiful. yeah perfect for her they Definitely. do Great do scene. a lot of the big life events low-key mm. yeah. like when so like a proposal is a pretty mm. that's a pretty big life event very low-key. It's not a great Death? proposal story. No. You're right, though, no. because it was perfect for them, so who cares yeah. what other people think? Yeah. But when everyone's yeah. like, oh, what'd you do? Yeah. Your big proposal, mm-hmm. yeah. I work her up in the middle of the night, and pop got on a got on a knee. Well, I was mm-hmm. having a dream about the Smurfs. So I actually <laughs> <laughs> rejected this other girl first time. <laughs> Blew off Margot Robbie. <laughs> oh, actually, that is a good story. Yeah. Don't talk about. Legend. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, like, that's pretty low-key. When um, 
the dad actually dies. Like, that's a very low-key... There's no dramatic... And, like, I wouldn't expect it in the movie because there isn't no real... There's, like, one shot of yeah. him and he just talks yeah. about, like, you never want to relive the day that your dad died. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, just... Yeah, you don't see the call he gets when it happens no. or anything mm-hmm. else. I think, obviously, they knew it was coming, so yeah. it probably wasn't the shock element, but... Yeah. Yeah, that is an interesting part. Yeah, on it's... that on that point, sorry to interject, I, I love how Bill Nye, the way that Tim comes back to re-see him and he's like, today's the day. Yes. And what, to think of that dialogue, he could have said, oh, you're going to die, like, I need to see you and yeah, all this yeah. stuff. But it's just, like, three words and they just have this, like, nod yeah. and they're like, what should we do? And I love that the funeral was kind of, Downplayed. Okay. Yeah, and it, it's something that we haven't seen. You know, you think about a rom-com, you think, oh, a huge proposal. Yes. We've had all those. So mm-hmm. I love that this was different. different. Yeah. yeah. It is a very, yeah, we've said it. It's a very different romantic story. Mm. Mm. Um, couple questions for you guys. A few left, left field questions. Uncle Desmond, <laughs> is he on uh, James's side or Mary's side? Because if he's on James's side, are sometimes James, the James, I think. Bill, okay, so he has the powers. All the men have the powers. But does he know? Like, do you, oh, actually no. Let's continue talking. About <laughs> do we think he has the powers? That's my question, um, Uncle Desmond. Well, do you think if it's, it might just be from that lineage? Maybe it's like a cousin. Oh, okay. Or something. Yeah, maybe yeah. it's not got the direct. But he's his. He would be his brother. If he's, Is he his or brother? did they just call him Uncle Desmond? Um, oh, maybe. Yeah. Maybe. True. True. Maybe uh, he is a little damaged because he did have the powers no. mm. and shout. he made a wrong yeah. choice yeah. and it was a bit more extreme on his own rather than accidentally yeah. coming out and having a boy instead of a girl as a mm. child. Mm. Something okay. drastic happened Interesting, yeah. to him. Just on that as well. Because you called him as a disgrace. Well, I was just... <laughs> I was joking. I think, I, it was like a fat, I think it was a fat disgrace. A fat disgrace. Yeah, maybe. I did that's harsh. <laughs> um, but I love the scene on the day of the funeral where... Oh, no, actually, he says to Tim that, you, you know, your dad's sick. I love the scene where he said that the wedding was the best day of his life. Yes. Oh, beautiful. That was oh, just... Oh, and so he's cool. kind of tearing up. I'm about to call him a fat disgrace. That's... I, 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 I take it back. I take it back. I take it back. I take it back. That's right. Yeah. Sorry, you go. No, you go, you go. There's a lot. um, I'm going to struggle to like properly articulate this, but there's a lot in the movie that happens as a viewer Mm. um, that it's like you don't need to say it like we see it. Mm. And it's like, yeah, show not tell. And I think that the moment where Desmond is is talking and, and saying that the wedding's the best day of his life to to Tim. Um, and it's the best day of his life because Tim's dad told him that he loved him and that's mm. why it's like Tim's kind of just there being like, no, no, like it's, it's he's my, I get it. Like there's <clears throat> nothing else I need to like, mm. s- like say less words. Yeah. Like we get Agreed. it. Definitely. I've got a question. Yeah. Do you think that when Tim's son grows up, he'll <laughs> tell him about the gift or try and just instill those values throughout life so that he Ooh. never has to do it or rely on it? I, th- I think he will. I think he will yeah. because if you think about James told him, even though James had sort of not gone back and used it for fame and, and yep. money and whatnot, 
That's a good question though. I don't know. I just thought about then, by the way. Yeah. Great question. Wow. I think I think he will. <laughs> I think each one gets their own choice. Yeah. And we yeah. saw James kind of say, you know, this this person in the family did this and yep. did that for them. Yeah. And you know, James retired at fifty and just wanted to read books and mm-hmm. play ping pong. Yeah. So I think each person gets their choice. And I'm sure Tim will get to like age sixty or seventy and be like. You know, there are a few things that he might need to go back and change. Mm. You never know, like the one-offs, but I think he will tell us. Imagine accidentally telling, like, your 10-year-old son that, like, they have that. Well, is it a certain age that it starts working? Because I think they were all told on their 21st birthday. But it doesn't work before that. What if they're accidentally in a cupboard clenching their fists? Oh, like they're playing hide-and-seek. Yeah, yeah, exactly. (laughs) It's like, no. Yeah, it goes back to, like... When he's, like, a baby. He doesn't know how to get back. Yeah, oh. So he's a 10-year-old brain in a no. baby's body. Maybe that's a bad time to leave his first 10 years again. Like Benjamin Button all over again. Yeah. <laughs> but he tells Kit Kat. So I think that this is... But then he goes back and because they realise yeah. it didn't work. Yeah, because I was going to yeah. say that's No, but like... when that first happened in the I movie, was like, I was like, oh, it's all over. Like, yeah. she's going to tell the secret. And then yeah. it she's, became... She's unstable. Why are you mm. telling her? When he picks up, drunk. When he picks up <laughs> that baby and it's not his. And she's yeah. like, yeah. And, like, that music comes in and you're like, holy oh shit. It's like, what's yeah, going yeah, on? Yeah. That what? took me a little bit to... To clock that bit though, oh, I was like, I was like, I was like, why, why is he? I thought it was going to turn into like a horror movie yeah. once. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, it's yeah. like how can one decision impact one little sperm? I don't understand that bit. I feel, I feel like yeah, random chance. All right, Michael. Two more. Yeah, your question. Two more questions. Uh, first one. Is it one of the best time travel movies of all time? I'll read out a few other ones. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Tenet, Groundhog Day. Looper, Back to the Future, just to name a few. Mm. Would we put it in the category of a time travel? Yeah, I film? would. Back to the yeah. Future. Yeah. Sure. Tenet. No. You're what not saying Tenet's time travel. No, no. I'm saying. I'm saying. I'm more saying like. It's no, no. no I, like, they're just to spark your ideas. Do you, would you put it up there as one of the better ones? I would. Yeah, I would. I think. Yeah, maybe Tenet. I don't know. Tenet's a bit. It's probably the only time travel movie that's not sci-fi. Yeah, yeah. Sort of thing. like all those ones. Inception loosely. Yeah, yeah Inception. Groundhog Day is pretty similar. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, Groundhog Day. Yeah, that's though. true. That's true. I'm glad. Yeah, in in this movie, how he doesn't have some sort of like Ben Ten Omni tricks. That would be so cringe. And then yeah. goes back yeah. in time. He just jumps in the closet. He just jumps mm. in the closet. Analog. Yeah. <laughs> Analog <laughs> time, time travel. Um, Four question. Yeah, last one from me. Uh, best. Rom-com or romance movie of all time? No. We already named a few favourites. I, I, I stand by love, actually. I know you say it's I think my, I think it's number two on my list okay. of our time. Not I agree. I'd, I'd say Notting Hill is, again, it's got those subtle complexities. It, mm. It's very different, as I said before. Romance and rom-coms can be different. Like a romance, yeah. I would call The Notebook, which yeah. is pretty yeah. much all romance. And yeah. then these subtle sort of rom-coms, like definitely maybe something borrowed, those type of movies, mm. would fall into that category. And then you've got the com-roms. Like a yeah. forgetting Sarah Marshall. Yeah, yeah. Um, friends, friends, friends with benefits. Yeah. Those are sort of the three different areas. I think that's this type of movie could fall yeah. into. Yeah. It's up there. I would be on the same page as you with your love actually is in your Notting Hills. Mm. I think you know they're A grade. This would be maybe like a minus A, mm. along with like it gives me like me before you. Oh yeah. Anyone seen that yep. vibes? Mm. Yeah. Uh, Five hundred Shades of Summer. Yeah, that's, that's a cool. This is one I struggle yeah, to find a category for because it's, yes. it's kind of got subtle humor, but it's more about just love. 
Mm. So it'd be called, oh, it's a beautiful movie. It's a bit more depressing. It is. It's yeah. a it's different a type. Yeah. yeah. That's more of a realistic one, that one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's a toughie. Trying yeah. to say through that before. Try to find happiness. <laughs> <laughs> it all dropped out. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Cinemates. Make sure to follow us and leave a review on your chosen streaming platforms. Also check out our Instagram, TikTok and YouTube channel for more Cinemates content. In the spirit of reconciliation, we acknowledge Australia's First Nations people as the traditional owners and custodians of the land and pay respect to the Camaragal people of the Eora Nation upon whose country Cinemates is based. We honour the storytelling and culture of Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander communities across Australia. Also, in the spirit of chatting with mates, remember it's always important to check in with those around you. Whether it's friends, family or colleagues, sometimes they may be going through a hard time. Chatting with them may reassure them that they aren't alone. If you or anyone you know is ever struggling, call Lifeline on 13 11 14.